What's up? 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 Mikorek! I don't know why I did that. It's like the intro was kind of getting it. Like, it's a meme. BitConnect is a meme. If you don't know it, like, I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't know about the BitConnect meme. But I uh, know I'm back. I'm I'm 24. This is my podcast. Oh my god, that intro was so weird. I'm 24. This is my podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Uh, weird podcast today. Not not a weird one. This is like the relaxed Saturday podcast that I have obviously weekly. Hold on, I gotta it's hot in here. I gotta get out of my chair. Sorry about that. But it's like, um, you know, every single Saturday, you know, I have, I try to get, you know, I try to have a really, really fun little podcast, um, you know, just where I'm relaxing, chilling out, you know, just talking about some other stuff, things of that nature, you know, just, you know, just, it, it is what it is. And talking to you about some of the, um, you know, just some of the stuff that's going on and things of that nature. Um. I, like today is kind of like a weird day for me, right? So, you know, I like, I kind of, it's been months since I like really dusted off my editing skills. I was like, you know what? I think it's time that I like get back into like doing just a fun little, funny little video, you know, a fun little edit, you know, not really, not really for any reason other than because I just want to make a fun little video and stuff like that. And it's like, I've been working on it for, I don't know, like over a month now. And I mean, it's all right, but it was like the process was fun, you know, going through and like picking out all of the footages, footage, excuse me, that I was using. I use like a bunch of different like movies for footage. Like I used The Dark Knight. I used some My Hero Academia. I know it's a TV show, but it was the movie for My Hero Academia and things of that nature. And like it was surprising to me how how much I got into it. And, you know, by the time that I was done, and I am done, it's like this was like the final, one of the final days. It's like I got to clean some stuff up. I got to add some saturation, some color into the, uh, into the actual final edit, and then boom, I'm done, right? But it's like I was surprised at how much fun I was having because it was like I just, like, like it's surprising how, how, like, burnout is like a legitimate thing, you know? it's just like I experienced burnout way more than I think I've experienced anything else in my entire life maybe no that's that's not the best way but I experienced like burnout like so often and it's like I go super 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 hard with a lot of things that I do maybe not everything that I do but like a lot of things that I do I go like super hard on things I like I spend I mean, like, for like the editing thing, for example, I spent five hours just editing or whatever this like one video. And it's like there were times where, you know, I'd spend over a dozen hours at a time just editing and I would get super burnt out. I talked about like how I got burnt out from reading and stuff like that. And it's just it, it like usually the, the medicine that I have to take is like some time off. And it's like if I don't acknowledge that I'm burnt out, it's like then I need to take even more time off and things of that nature. And it's like, it never works out for me in the end if I keep going and keep pushing something that really I shouldn't be pushing at all. 
And that's kind of what I figured out today. I was just like, man, I was burnt out. I'm ready to go once again. I got over the hump. And now I'm just like really, really start or not start. But now I'm like really, really, you know, ready to go back to like, you know, editing for fun and stuff like that and getting some some weird things, you know, going and popping and stuff like that. And it's just like today I was also thinking about like, you know, my weight because it's like I'm a, I've always been like skinny all my life. Now, now we're getting to like a really, really weird section. I've always been skinny my entire life and stuff like that. And I kind of like it because I don't really have to eat a whole lot. And I also don't have to like work out that much, but I, I'm not like anorexic or whatever. I'm just like skinny. Right. <clears throat> but it's like, I mean, even like talking about weight is like a really, really is a really weird conversation. If you're a guy, because you're always supposed to be big and bulky and it's like, I'm not right. But it's like here, you know, you know, t after 2020, 2020 obviously was like a weird, terrible year because of like COVID and all this other stuff that happened in 2020. And it's like, now I'm probably, I'm, I mean, I'm overweight 1000%. And, you know, I'm in this weird place where I'm just like, oh man, I got to fucking work out and all this other stuff and get back to my, like my normal weight. And the reality of the situation is it's like, you know, like, like I, I thought like it was a big deal that I wasn't like, in shape or whatever and it is a big deal that i'm not right i gotta i gotta hit the hit the miles and start running and stuff like that again but it's not like that big of a deal where i'm like oh man i like i'm in serious trouble or whatever but it's like like i mean some some hard shit happened last year you know and it's like i feel like sometimes like i don't know if this is just me but sometimes like to get through some hard shit i kind of have to like you know devalue or like not take things as seriously as they need to be right like what i mean by that is like let's say if something bad happens uh happens to you in your life right like let's say something like oh man like like a relative passes right like for me it's like sometimes i have to kind of like compartmentalize and be like i gotta get a lot of shit done i can't necessarily like acknowledge that this bad shit happened and things of that nature and i kind of have to like you know keep pushing and it's like that's in in not necessarily denying that something bad happened, but not acknowledging it is how I keep pushing. And it's like that's kind of like like you know we're we're in twenty twenty one, we're five months in, and it's kind of like that's kind of where I am right now, where it's like I'm starting to like recognize some of the stuff that happened in twenty twenty uh, that was kind of like fucked up, and I'm like processing it in a positive way because I'm a guy, right? All guys can like. I don't know if girls can do this, but it's like guys can like push it down, right? Like we're, we're masters at like hiding our own emotions for good and for bad reasons and like constantly pushing forward through, you know, hard times and bad times when, you know, when something terrible and bad has happened, right? But it's like at the same token, like it'll eventually come back and you have to like deal with it. You know, you have to acknowledge that something good or bad had happened and you kind of like you have to fucking you know get through it and it's like it was weird how therapeutic some things are how it's like reading is therapeutic and like writing for me is therapeutic and like you know like uh like admittedly enough like recording a podcast is, is therapeutic as well and it's like all these things kind of like enhance you know my my life you know Shorts, sweet, and simple of it.
It was like, oh man, if I didn't have like a bunch of different hobbies, I would be pretty miserable. So, I don't know. Just like some weird thoughts, I guess. I don't really have a complete thought. I don't really have, again, this is like a weird podcast. I was going to like talk about, what was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about like the editing and stuff like that, but I didn't really know which direction that would go. And now I know. And now I'm just like, wow, that was kind of like an incomplete thought. But I don't know. It's a weird day today. I mean, every weird is, every day is now weird today. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, I was watching, um, fuck man. Like this is kind of like a primer for Monday's podcast, but I was like watching so much football today. I was watching like, the Chargers versus the Broncos, the Chargers versus the Jags, I think. Or no, 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 the Bengals versus the Jags. I have, like, more thoughts about things, about those types of things, like, later on in the week and stuff like that. It astounds me, like, how much I learn from watching football. And I know I, like, I've said it a lot throughout the last, like, year or so, just because it's, like, I've learned way more about football by watching it way more this season than I've probably learned about any other sport ever, like ever. And I've like, you know, I've watched and played esports. I'm not a, I'm not a pro gamer or whatever, pro gamer um, or whatever. But it's just like, I just like watching the competitive aspect of esports or whatever. And like, I remember learning so much from so many different people and like here I am watching football like every single every single week for like 12 hours a week and it's just I, I was amazed by how much I was learning and, it, and it's like it, it extended forward today as well I kind of sucked because it's like you know like you have family members like I have family members in town and stuff like that and I was kind of like just watching football upstairs and everybody else is like having a good time but it's like like at the same token like my, my main worry right in life is that you know it's like I'm working way too much right where I'm like I'm not spending enough time you know with my family right but it's like at the same token I remember there was this nice moment where me and my relative that I was spending time with today you know we were just eating crawfish we were just talking you know just talking about a whole lot of nothing and we were you know just I mean it was casual it was a little bit awkward at times but it was like you know you're spending time together it's not supposed to necessarily be perfect it's you know just supposed to spend time together it was like oh you know like like i could be upstairs freaking watching a chargers game but now i'm here talking to you know a family member and a relative and it's like you know it's it's kind of like the best of both not not necessarily the best of both worlds but it's like you know understanding that it's like at certain times in certain places like certain things are appropriate, right? Like you can do certain things. You can kind of, in some ways, have your cake and eat it too. And in other ways, it's like you got to kind of like make some time, you know, spend some time with people that you care about and stuff like that versus like doing everything that you want. Because it's like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of demanding in that aspect where it's like, if I just don't, if I'm not doing what I like doing, my attention span goes like way down and I just like I don't I'm like I don't want to do this or be here or do whatever or do this or whatever but it's like now it's like you know I'm kind of starting I mean I'm young but it's like I'm kind of starting to understand like oh okay like I like it's all right if I do something with somebody else and I'm not like completely 
like like it's not completely about me i guess i'm a bit of a narcissist i don't know if you can tell considering like you know i talk about topics that i want to talk about for like multiple hours a day every single day for like five days straight and then it's like i peace out in the weekend and then i come back on the week again like i'm again i have the i have tendencies i have narcissistic tendencies is what i'm trying to say right it's just like you know all this stuff is just introspective and self-reflective and stuff like that and it's just like oh okay like i'm not like you know like as a guy it's like your objective as a guy is to not be an asshole right and you kind of have to like check yourself every single day you kind of have to be like am i doing things that are like not good for the people around me and if i am how do i stop doing those things and it's like i kind of have to check in on myself i don't know like this is probably just me but it's like i have to check in on myself like a lot because it's like there are times where i'm just like oh man like this thing that i said was kind of shitty and i kind of have to correct myself about it and then other times it's like i gotta freaking be more mindful of stuff it's just just life you know just expanding i guess maybe not expanding but it's like you know i don't even know what i'm what i'm getting at here but it's like like you you try to not to fuck things up with people that you care about and you try to like you know be a good person but also at the same token you're still an asshole like that's kind of where i am right now where it's like you know i don't think i'll ever not be an asshole but at the same token it's like you gotta mediate that shit you know what i'm saying It is what it is. This is a weird podcast, isn't it? I told you. Like, Saturday podcasts, I'm mellowed out. I'm laid back. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm playing Tetris right now. You think I'm You think I'm not? I am right now. I'm playing. I've, I've cleared, like, 157 lines. Tetris Effect has these weekly events on the weekend where people just clear lines and stuff like that. And it's like a global event every single, uh, every single week. Shout out to all the Tetris Effect players which um, probably nobody listening to this podcast plays Tetris Effect. Uh, I mean, I fucking, I, I love puzzles. And it's like, Tetris is like a video game puzzle. So, I mean, I love Tetris. But it's like, but I'm very, very terrible at it. But, I don't know. Like, very, very few people play Tetris at all, let alone Tetris Effect. But the people who do play Tetris, the people who do, like, play Tetris Effect are obsessed with it. Everybody loves Tetris. Everybody who loves Tetris Effect loves Tetris Effect. It's like one of my favorite video games ever. I will literally sit here and play this video game for like hours, just freaking clearing lines and things of that nature. But I also got to get better because I want to be able to clear lines faster. But I was like looking at a video on how to do it. Goodness gracious. I don't really have a lot more to say today because it's like oh man besides like the video and like not being an asshole and stuff like that there's really not much else that i got for you today we were going to talk about video games but i don't know like there's is there anything interesting coming out about video games that's like one of the things like there's no like big blockbuster release i think everybody just including myself i'm just burnt out by cyberpunk talking about burning out again but it's like i don't know Cyberpunk is just, like, just such a disappointment because I was going to play that game for, like, God knows how long. I was going to play that game. I was going to have, like, multiple save files and things of that nature. I was so excited for that video game. And it's just, like, now it's just, like, ugh. 
just not excited to play video games at all. I was even gonna, I was gonna like restart playing Persona, but it's like Persona is just such a fucking long ass video game that takes forever to do anything in. That's like literally, it's just, I would be better suited to probably play <laughs> Dodger's Effect for like an hour or Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's like, I just wanna replay like all of my old awesome video games again, and it's like, that's kind of a problem, you know? I don't know. But it's like, at the same token, I also want to read. It's like, I got to prioritize now. It's like, I got to read. I want to play video games. I want to, like, do all this other stuff. I don't know. I also, like, want to get back into StarCraft 2. I'm a gigantic nerd, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, recommendation for a TV show that has been out for years that I just started a rewatch and it's so good i wish judd apatow would put love on dvd so that way i could just buy it and keep it forever i'm one of those people that collects dvds but it's like nowadays it's like i kind of just want to empty out like all the crap that i have all like the dvds that i have and i only want shit that actually matters you know where i'm just like man i don't really want all this other crap that doesn't really matter i'm like i want crap that actually matters so that way I don't take up so much space anymore. My, you know, where I live and stuff like that. But I will say this. I will get, like, that. T if that TV show does come out. It's, the the TV show Love stars, like, Paul Rust. And I think her name is Gillian Jacobs. She's the girl. She's the blonde from uh, Community. Right? She is fantastic on that TV show. Not on Community, on Love. I, I'm not a big fan of Community. But on Love, she's fucking amazing. And so is Paul Rust. Oh, my God. And Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, if you don't know, he's the guy that made Superbad. And it's his movies are so not like Superbad. It's kind of weird. Like, he went completely, like, into this weird field of, like, dark comedy and dramas and stuff like that with, like... Um, Pete Davidson and I'm on the pursuit of I meant to play that song I didn't even realize it was a Kid Cudi song that's the weird thing I thought that I was like oh my gosh what is this new song because I didn't listen to Kid Cudi that much I was like oh my gosh what is this new song that I that I can now listen to and it was made in 2009 or something like that I think it's the pursuit of happiness I'm on the pursuit of happiness something something oh my god like freaking there's so there's like i'll say this right there are so many dope ass movies that are that have been made within the last year i can't i constantly talk about promare dude freaking the king of staten island is the shit oh my god is that it has some of my favorite people in it marissa tomei bill burr i kind of started to like pete pete davidson because of that movie I, I didn't really know him that much but i was like boy do i like pete davidson now that i saw that movie as an actor and then obviously you got freaking uh judd apatow who's just incredible absolutely incredible director slash i mean i i don't I, I don't really know what else he does he's a director i guess oh my god is he fantastic bobby lee is in love like there were so many awesome comedians that are just like in all of his movies like Seth Rogen, is Seth Rogen a, a comedian? I mean, I think he's kind of surpassed that, but I mean, Seth Rogen wasn't super bad. 
that guy um, who, who was like the other cop was in Superbad. And then it's like Bill Burr was in um, was in freaking uh, The King of Satin Island. And then it's just like he has so many awesome comedians in his movies. Judd Apatow. And then it's like in Love, it's like Paul Rust and Jillian Jacobs, which it's like it's not like shout out to Paul Rust. And like because like he is so fucking awesome in that TV show, bro. And it's like. They get Paul. I don't know if Paul Russ is a comedian, but they get Bobby Lee. Shout out to fucking Bobby Lee. Tiger Belly. It's Tiger Belly. But it's like they got fucking. They've got fucking like Paul Rust. They got Bobby Lee. They got um, even like Esther Pazinski. She was in the TV. She was in the scene. The, uh, the episode where Paul Russ's character, Gus, he goes to like this um this like party or whatever and he's like yeah i'm gonna go to this party and we're gonna hang out and blah 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 blah. he goes to the party and he hangs out and he's like way more likable than i forgot who excuse me i forgot who jillian jacobs's character is but he was like way more likable than her and everybody liked him and he was playing bass and he was jamming out with all the people and stuff like that and it's like like esther pazinski is just a fucking background character and I was just like, that's Esther Pazinski. Oh my God, that's her right there in the background. And she had like one line and I was just like, like she stood out like a sore thumb. It was so weird. Cause I know like all of these like podcast people from like freaking from like all of these different like uh, comedian podcasts or, or not. Yeah, comedian podcasts like Tom Seguro, Tom Segura, um, Christina P., I mean, I, I don't, I, I just don't remember her last name. I can enunciate it, but I just can't, like, you know, I know why she goes by Christina P, because her name is hard to enun- to announce or to enunciate, and people just can't do it, and she was probably just like, fine, just call me Esther P, because it's easier for everybody else. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it's like, I don't know. It's like everybody with a hard-ass last name to say is usually, like, you know, usually does that, but it's like, you know, Christina P, you know, Esther Pazinski, Tom Segura, or Tom, I always say Tom Segura or Tom Seguro. I always fuck up his last name as well. But, um, Bobby Lee, like obviously Joe Rogan, like all of these, like Theo Vaughn, like all of these like comedians, man, they have all of these like really, really awesome podcasts. And it's just, it's one of the weirdest, maybe not weird because it's like, it's, it makes sense that people who like who are like funny and entertaining for like an hour would then get in or hours in some cases uh, would get into this medium where you can just be funny and be, you know, yourself for an hour to two hours or three hours or whatever. And it's like, I remember like I was trying to make this joke, right. About a backup secretary because it was a Yu-Gi-Oh card that I had unboxed in like an unboxing a couple weeks ago that we did on the podcast, by the way, it's like, four hours or three hours or something like that. And I was just like trying and, and it's like, I got this hilarious card called a backup secretary. And I was just like, there's a joke in here somewhere, but I just can't fucking find it. And it was just like, like it, it was just an example of like how hard being a comedian is where it's just like, goodness gracious. Where it's just they they like Bobby Lee could probably make a bajillion jokes about a backup secretary. And here I am struggling to like, make a very, very basic observation and a connection with it. Oh yeah, Whitney Cummings. 
What's her podcast? I don't even know what her podcast is, but she she has like Whitney Cummins has like the fucking hookup when it comes to pod when it comes to like guests where she was interviewing like Olivia Munn and like Miley Cyrus and like I don't know how I, I mean I'm not from freaking Hollywood so I don't know like who they got but it's like she had like all these awesome like um, Bill Burr I'll watch anything with Bill Burr like Bill Burr is like my McDonald's it's like if he's on any podcast I'll watch any podcast with Bill Burr in it ironically enough not his like I don't watch like an hour long of Bill Burr like I feel like somebody has to offset him which is why I like it whenever his like whenever his wife comes in uh, because she offsets his comedy she's like like yeah like she 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 and she and she you know roasts him a couple of times which is hilarious but it's like you know i feel like bill has to have like some someone in the room with him to like you know i don't know stop him sometimes and it's like if that's like whitney cummins or joe rogan or bobby lee or um the lovely nia it's like you know whoever it is like it's it's fantastic it's like you know i was watching love all like oh man love is such a great tv show such a great story and i'm a sucker for love you know i'm a sucker for love i love like love stories and rom-coms and like all this other stuff i just love that shit maybe not rom-coms i don't like the dramatic love stories i feel like they're kind of boring and kind of predictable you know it's like jesus christ i love love stories it's weird how it's like i've gone from like talking about editing to burnout again burnout is like a real thing bro i was like reading this like this article in like the new york times or whatever and they were talking about like how to deal with burnout and it was like I think that, like, all of it was just, like, suggestions that I cannot use whatsoever. Like, it was just, like, stop doing what you're doing. You know, be kind to yourself. And it's just, like, bro, I am kind to myself. It's, like, I, I like, I need, like, but I, it's, like, like, dude, I gotta freaking, like, tell me how to not be burnt out. Goodness gracious. It's, like, I, like, I, I need to stop being so burnt out all the time. It's, like, good God, man. It's, like, I'm burnt out. I'm, I'm burnt, like, like, take this week, for example. I was like, I was super burnt out, like, at the end of uh, this week when it came to the podcast. I was just like, oh, my God, do I want to even podcast on Saturday? Or do I want to, like, force it and just go with it? And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to fucking bang it out. I'm going to fucking do it. And then I'm and then I'm here Saturday riffing about being burnt out and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know, being burnt out is super relative and super obnoxious and I hate it all the time it's like if i could be freaking perky and have a i'd have a i, I don't know like not be so obnoxiously annoying i guess i would like every single day of the week but it's like you know bro that's not reality it's like it's like asking a girl to smile it's like she can't smile at every single guy that's kind of fucking weird you know you if like can you imagine like a girl smiling like 24 oh my god that would be like so weird like a girl that would just smile at everybody. That's just so weird. I don't get the guys that like ask the girls to smile, like ask girls to smile. I'm like, oh Jesus. Like that'll that'll get her to do it. I'm <laughs> like that'll get her to do it. That'll that'll get her to smile for you. Oh my god. It's just like, how did you get through life, my guy? How? 
How? I don't get it. I don't know. Ooh, I just did a T-spin. Yes, I am still playing Tetris, by the way. But it's like, again, this is a weird podcast episode. We're bouncing from, like, subject to subject. And it's, like, 11 o'clock, so I'm, like, super tired right now. And I don't really have anything to plan. So I'm kind of, like, bouncing from point to point, kind of, like, see what sticks. But it's, like, I don't know. Burnout is, like, I was kind of talking about burnout before I, like, transition to something else. It's, like, 20 minutes, right? How did, like... I feel like I've been here for like an eternity, you know? And it's like, like going back to comedians, like comedians talk about it all the time where it's like sometimes like you go into a set and you think you have like an hour's worth of material and then you come out and then you do like 10 minutes and then you've burned through your entire material. That's what just happened to me. I just fucking burned through my entire material that I probably had for like 30 minutes and like 10 minutes. And now I'm, I've been just riffing for the last like God knows how long. I'm like super, I like, I, I, I'm disoriented. I'm discombobulated. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm mucho tired right now. Goodness gracious. But everybody is. I think that's like the status of being a parent, just tired. I don't understand how parents can like not sleep, you know, for like more than eight hours. I get eight hours of sleep sometimes and it's just like i don't know how i would function without eight hours of sleep especially it's like when you're working out like i i I was like i talked about it on the podcast like a couple of days ago where it's like i had to do some really really hard manual labor and i was outside like cutting wood with an axe not with like a chainsaw because i'm a real i'm a real man you know I don't need it. I don't need power tools. I'm going to use a non-power tool and screw up my hands because why not? Because I'm a man, right? So I'm not using a power tool outside. I'm using my my own <laughs> my own power and I'm freaking laying waste into the into all this lumber, right? And it's like I'm outside, I, I, you know, I'm fucking up my hands, right? My hands had blisters. They're still, like, healing and stuff like that. They're super rough right now. And it's like, you know, my thighs are on fire. My my legs are on fire. My arms are tired. My hands are sore. Like, everything is sore. And it's like, you know, and it's like, you know, I, like, I have this, like, really, really deep sleep, right? Where it's just, like, I'm asleep for, like, God knows how long. How long was I asleep? Like in this deep sleep for like eight to ten hours. Just like healing my body. And it's like I talk about it all the time. When it's like when I was just getting into college, I was in ROTC, right? In ROTC, they um, like I remember like freaking the warm-up exercises were hard for me. Like the stretch, not even warm-ups, but like stretching, right? Was hard stretching and like warm-ups and I was like oh man PT sure is sure is hard <laughs> I'm like oh man PT is sure is hard and then we did a, a week of like warm-ups and stretches and then we like freaking we we then went to like uh doing like real workouts like push-ups sit-ups like running miles and then I was just like every single day uh, my shirt was freaking drenched and I was tired and my body was like on fucking fire and uh, I like I remember like going to class, 
like getting all of the like going to class, like finishing class, like doing whatever I needed to do in class and then fucking like going to my dorm room and like sleeping all day. And then like because I had no afternoon classes, I would just like sleep in the afternoon and that would be like my entire day. Just because of how like jacked up my body was. Because again, I'm not the biggest guy. It was terrible. But it was also awesome because it was like literally I would just eat and then sleep and then go to class and then eat and then sleep and then go to class for like a good like six months. Like that was like my life for like six months. I was like, I'm, I got to get in shape. And I did. And then I was like the second like the second semester when we came back from Christmas break, I was a fucking animal. Oh, my God. I was like the best shape I've been. Not in my entire life, because once I started to fucking lift weights, that's when I fucking turned into a fucking monster. But it was like, goodness gracious, reminiscing on the glory days of like being, of like being in like the best shape of your life. But it's like I'm still in my 20s. I don't know. It's just different now where it's like the first time that you get into shape is different from like every other time where you're like, oh, man, I was so out of shape. And then now it's like, oh, wait, I still kind of am. But it's different. Because now it was like I had like a barometer to set myself up for. Jesus Christ. Is it, let me ask you this question, right? Is it wrong? It's, it's inappropriate in some places, right? But is it wrong? Because I've thought about this, right? I'm like, would I say these things if these people were here? Would I mention these things if these people were? Is it wrong to like talk about how hot like in in specific contexts right and i've stopped doing it kind of but it's like some and, it, and i've talked about it on the podcast right and i'm getting i'm beating around the bush essentially it's like is it wrong to like point out if a girl is hot or not i don't know i don't think so but it's like there are times where like i will be genuinely i will see some it's it's like and it's for me it's way more innocent than anything else it's like wow, that girl's super, super hot, and then I move about my day, right? On TV, right? Where it's like, I mean, there was this, like, um, I was watching a UFC fight today, right? And it was just like, there was this girl. There was one of the ring girls, and I was like, oh, that girl's really, really hot. And then it was like, it was just, that was it. I ha I rewound, right? And then I saw, like, she freaking tossed the card, like, on the stairs. It's like, does every, and then my brain started to freaking work. And I, I think for me, it's innocent, right? Cause I'm like, I go from like how hot she is to now I'm like worried. Why, like, why, why did she do like, where, where does the ring card go? Right. For me, it's innocent, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like we live in strange times. I don't know. It's just super weird. You're not super weird, but it's like, I don't know. I don't want to be taken as like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know. Goodness gracious. Anyways, sports world. I think Canelo is fighting, what's his name? Billy Joe Saunders tonight. I don't have the results. It's like midnight. I should have the results actually right now. I should have the results for like the prelim fights. I mean, technically speaking, I mean, it was, it's in Dallas. So it's not like the fight is like super, super late. I mean, not super, super late, but it's not like the fight is, like, stupidly ridiculous. When is it supposed to fight? 
when are they supposed to fight? Uh, I mean, they're fighting right now. Can I find the fight? Can I find the fight? I gotta be careful here because apparently now I could potentially be sued. I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's... Hold on. Billy Joe Saunders is walking to the ring. Or I got his wing, ring walk now. <clears throat> if you don't know who these fighters are, Canelo's like one of the best boxers on the planet and he's fighting like one of the other best boxers right now on the planet in Billy Joe Saunders. And um, they're going to unify their titles, right? So there's a whole bunch of different boxing leagues and stuff like that. <clears throat> and Canelo is like the champion of like the majority of the boxing leagues. And then you have this other guy named Billy Joe Saunders that has like one belt that Canelo wants. Canelo just wants his belt, essentially. And um, But if Billy Joe Saunders beats Canelo tonight, then it could be that Billy Joe Saunders could have all of these belts and have to fight all of these different people and would probably get matched up again with Canelo again. But yeah, like, um, essentially, I think it's like, if, if you're a boxing fan, you know this stuff. If you're not, I'm giving you the cliff notes. But um, essentially, it could happen, it could be similar to what happened with Tyson Fury a couple, five, six years ago, I think. Maybe seven years ago in 2014, when he fought this guy named Vladimir Klitschovich, I think that's how you say his name, where Billy Joe Saunders, wow, there's fireworks in the stadium, okay. They're fighting in AT&T Stadium. But it's like, essentially what could happen tonight is essentially what happened a couple, like five, six, seven years ago with Tyson Fury and Vladimir Klitschovich, where Tyson Fury essentially became the number one, you know, heavyweight um, fighter on the planet by beating Klitschovich, who I think was the champion for like 10 plus years or something like that. And he took all of his belts. And then it's like, I think a week later, because of like the bureaucracy of boxing, which is so fucking stupid. This is why like everybody hates boxing and the whole fucking, like, dumbass shit in boxing because of the bureaucracy. Literally, like, because he didn't... Like, because of some dumb reason, they, like, stripped him of one of his belts, like, a week later. Because, like... And it's like... It's like he would have to take the fight, like, a week later on short notice. It's like, that's so fucking dumb. How they did it. How they did fucking... The Gypsy King. Shout out to fucking Tyson Fury. So fucking dumb. What they did to Tyson Fury. But yeah, um, that's what could happen. All of these belts, all of the world title belts, all in one place tonight. Billy Joe Saunders, Canelo Alvarez. Shout out to whoever. Shout out to to DeZone, right? So, if you you know if you watched football last year, around like midway to like all the way late into the season, teams and people started to like go with these 4K 60 frame uh, cameras. I got a burp. Excuse me for these like close-up shots the technology they're experimenting with it but you could see like instantaneously even when it was kind of getting fucked up and shit like that it was way better than um than their thirty thousand to sixty thousand dollar cameras that they have those like giant ass jumbo rigs and it's like literally a guy just has like a camera on a gimbal and it's a way better image and it's like i'm watching billy joe saunders's ring walk right now his entrance and he has, like, like they have the 4K uh, 60 frames camera on him. And it looks, like, he, it, it looks 20 times better than anything they got on those fucking dumbass $30,000 cameras. He looks fucking awesome, man. Like, and it's, like, the technology looks like it's 
fixed. The shots look awesome. Like, I can't wait for people to score touchdowns in football this season because they're going to look fucking sweet, bro. They're going to look fucking sweet. And it's going to look fucking sweet to see these guys, like, score touchdowns. Go, like, why am I watching Billy Joe Saunders' back? You got the 4K 60 frame second camera. Show me Billy Joe Saunders walking down the ring. I don't know what's going on. He's, like, taking, like, three minutes to get off the stage that he entered in on. He had a stage that he entered in on, and then he's walking to the main stage, to the uh, to the actual stage. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's taking a sweet time. He's walking out by himself, by the way, which is weird. I don't know if that's, like, protocol. I don't know if that's what they're actually doing. But, yeah, he's walking in by himself. He's strutting his stuff. He's doing what he's got to do. I mean, he's by himself. He's by himself, and he's dancing. He's dancing. He's dancing. He's dancing. Like, I'm like, is that, like, is this protocol? Is this normal? I mean, it's a four-minute long ring walk. Usually, it's like a couple of minutes. Literally from backstage to the main stage. I mean, he's taking a sweet-ass time. I'll say this. There's Tyson. <laughs> There's the Gypsy King. Shout-out to the Gypsy King. Goodness gracious. And they have these, like, it's it's a weird dichotomy where it's like everybody is crammed in and packed in like a can of sardines. And then you have these, like, guys in these, like, hazmat suits as well. It's like, what the fuck is going on? But there's the Gypsy King. There he is, Tyson Fury, wearing, like, a flamingo... Uh, velvet top right there's billy joe strutting his stuff in shout out to him i like billy joe saunders i like him a lot i like tyson Fury. i like a lot of those guys i like canelo you know it's like batman v superman it's like my two favorite superheroes i don't like seeing them fight but it's like they gotta fight it's like floyd mayweather versus conor mcgregor it's like i don't want to see these guys fight you know <clears throat> i will say this i i will more likely than not watch the highlights for the uh, the Jake Paul, not Jake Paul. Fuck, like this is how fucked up. Uh, the fucking the dumbass fucking. Uh, the fucking dumbass. What is it the 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 Jake Paul thing that how dumbass and dumb Jake Paul is? It's like I I keep thinking that Jake Paul is gonna fight uh, Floyd Mayweather, but uh, no, it's it's his older brother. Logan Paul's little brother, Jake Paul. Gotta fight Floyd Mayweather and probably get fucked up. Here's Canelo. I got a drink. Why are their ring walkouts so fucking long? I mean, Canelo is, is going to take four minutes because it's Cinco de Mayo. They got to schedule a fight because, you know. Oh, my God. He has a fucking mar mariachi band on stage. Billy Joe Saunders just walked out by himself. Canelo brings out a fucking mariachi band and they're freaking spewing out fireworks and they have a live performance for Canelo too. Mm. Jesus Christ. And they got the 4K camera as well. I got to listen to this shit cuz this looks highly entertaining. Hold on. Hold on, I got it on mute. Oh my god. I mean, the audio is okay. It's not great or, or whatever. Let me plug it in. Hold on. I will say this. Everybody in attendance is freaking eating up the... Uh, I don't know if it's a mariachi band. It's not a mariachi band. It's like a band playing with like two or three singers. 
And it's like, they went crazy for the girl. I don't know. I'm not a Latino. I'm not Mexican. But it's like, as soon as the girl started to sing, like, people were freaking popping off. But again, I'm not, I don't know what, I, like, I don't speak Spanish, bro. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're saying. The girl sounds like Coco. Is that Coco? I just saw, like, not saw, but I listened to part of that movie, Coco, the Disney movie. And it's like, the girl sounds like she's Coco from Coco. I don't know what they're saying. And they got fucking fireworks. They popped it off. Are they, what, like... I, I, don't, I don't get it. But here he comes. Damn, what's up with all these freaking... I gotta fast forward through this shit. I gotta fast forward. He's taking too long. The band's playing. I mean, there's Canelo. I'm like, Canelo's taking a long-ass time to get his ass out there on, on the freaking stage, bro. There's Canelo. And it's like... 100% Canelo fans. It's like, of course. Of course. Single de Mayo. In Dallas, Texas. In Dallas, Texas. Canelo just popped out of nowhere, too, by the way. And he's wearing a poncho. Of course, shout out. It's an awesome poncho, too. It's a nice poncho. It's not like a shitty poncho that you wear, you know, when you're outside and you don't want to get your clothes wet because it's raining or something like that. It's a fucking awesome poncho, bro. I'm like, it, I mean, it's almost like a robe. It's a robe cho. It's a poncho mixed with a robe. He looks like he's about to be baptized. And they got the music cranking. The girls in the very, very large. I'm not Latino. I don't know what they're called. I am from Texas, and I did grow up with a lot of Latinos. But, I mean, they didn't teach me this shit. I don't know what these dresses are. They got these long ass flowing. I gotta, I gotta crank it. That sounds weird. Let me play, let me play you a little bit. I don't know why I'm yelling. I don't know why my computer is also bugging as well. Let me play you a little bit of it. So that way you're like, like, 24, what the frick are you talking about? What's going on? Let me, let me. Right? This is, this is Canelo, right? Canelo just walked on stage. He's in a robe cho, poncho mixed in with a robe. Listen to this. They're fucking going insane, right? So you got the girls waving the, like, I don't know what dresses they are. They look cool, but I don't know what dresses they are, right? Canelo. Entering by himself as well. Representing all of Mago. Viva la Mago! Know that. That's what you're supposed to say on Cinco de Mayo. What is she? Like. Doesn't she sound like Coco if you've seen that movie? She sounds like Coco, bro. She sounds like Coco. I did enjoy the movie. The movie Coco. 
My sister loves that movie, and I kind of, like, act like I didn't, didn't like it. I do like the movie, Coco. It's just sad. It's just sad. There's so much sadness happening in the movie. And then it's, like, one of the guys in the hat is bad. First and foremost, right, I just got to say, the production for Canelo significantly higher than Billy Joe Saunders. They brought in a band. They brought in dancers. They had solo singers. They had color-coordinated fireworks as well, okay? And then they have a guy at the end of his walk, right, at the end of his stage, waving a Mexico, a Mexican flag, right? And then they have sparkles and stuff like that as Canelo is walking from, walking down from the stage, and then everybody's following him. By the way, awesome 4K camera shot. They have Canelo with the sparks of flying. Have Canelo, sparks of flying. Girls behind him. The girl dancers with the flowing dresses. No idea what they're called. I'm not Latino. Don't ask. And it's it's a fucking awesome. I would like to be there. Weekend celebration here in Arlington as Mexico has taken over AT&T Stadium. And here comes the kid who was once bullied for his red hair and freckles. He said, one day at the age of 11, I'd had enough. I let my fist fly. I bloodied the nose of the much bigger bully, and I liked it. I liked it too much, and I knew my life was going to change forever. And now Sergio Canelo has become boxing's bully. Boxing's bully and boxing's superstar. There's Canelo Alvarez's intro. He's there. Everybody else is there. It was a fucking awesome. It was an awesome intro, bro. I don't know what else to say. I will say this. Billy Joe Saunders, if he wins, he's going to get booed. I will feel very, very bad for Billy Joe Saunders. It should, it's getting close to over with because it's like, I got a highlight of them with in like the sixth round, right? And it's like, apparently like Canelo, like Billy Joe Saunders is like waving, wagging his tail or not tail, but like tongue at Canelo during the fight. Yep. Yep. I mean, I like I gotta I gotta fucking see who wins. How is it not over with, bro? I mean, it's fucking it's midnight. How is it not over with? Bro, it's midnight. This fight should be over with. Hold on. Oh yeah, they're booing Billy Joe Saunders as well. I told you they would boo him. What does he play? Hold on, hold on. I'll play a little bit of Billy Joe Saunders's. My computer's performance, Safari. You're bugging me. You're tripping me out, bro. Can I get this shit on Google Chrome? You know what, Apple? I'm sick of your spaghetti ass bullshit code that you use to program all of your shit. You fucked up iTunes, bro. Apple, you fucked up iTunes. I don't like to use iTunes anymore. You fucked it up. You messed it up. I don't like it anymore, right? They fucked up iTunes, bro. And then it's like, I can't even get, I can't even use Safari anymore because Safari is all fucked up. And Safari, I like Safari, but it's like they fucked up with my guy iTunes. They fucked iTunes up. I don't, and then it's like, 
I'm I'm rocking Google Chrome and Google Chrome is fucking running laps on fucking Safari. Safari with its spaghetti code is fucking my vibe. Hold on. Hold on. Let me play a little bit of Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders doesn't have dancers. He doesn't have fireworks. He doesn't have... This, this is it. He doesn't have a live performer. Here it is. He is soaking it in, isn't he? The biggest moment, not only of his fighting career, but he says of his life. Billy Joe Saunders has vowed to do whatever it takes tonight. In fact, he said many times this week that he'd be content trading his. He's balsam. He's he's balsaming in front of Mexicans, and they're booing. I love the attitude from Billy Joe Saunders. He gave me a great quote, a traveler's quote. He said, "We're not here to take part. We're here to take over." That's exactly the mentality. That's the Conor McGregor. Uh, line, we're not here to take, we're not here to take part, we're here to take over. Let's be honest, this guy stood here, Billy Joe Saunders, representing the Great Britain. He come here believing, he stands there proud, he believes he can this get This fight better be over. I don't even know what he's playing. He has no music, there's no fire, there's no sparkles. They really did Billy Joe Saunders bad. The production value is not there with Billy Joe. Canelo had fireworks popping off in the stadium, and my guy Billy Joe Saunders can't get a couple. He can't even get the sparkles. Canelo had a mariachi band following him to the boxing ring, and my guy Billy Joe Saunders can't get either. I'm drunk. I can't even hear the song that's being played over the live broadcast. It's it's playing in the song. I don't like this. He's a, he, I mean, hell, you can tell, hey, you, hey, you can tell, Billy Joe Saunders, he's the away team. Listen, not what was going through my mind, because I wasn't dancing, singing, and I wasn't this relaxed. I was focused and concentrating. You can see here, Billy Joe Saunders really enjoying himself, soaking it on. I mean, he's taking his sweet ass time. He's taking his sweet ass time getting to the stage, man. This man carries himself with swag. He's absorbing it. This is what's gonna make him shine. He's, I mean, he's staring down all, do. all the fans in the stands. I think some of them were cursing at him. Some of them were flicking him off. And this works for Billy Joe Saunders. He enters the ring. I don't hear any boo. I thought they would boo him way more. And a brick with brick right there. And remember, he is a world champion. This is a unification fight. He's been to the top. He's defended his title. So yeah, like as as they were saying, this is a unification fight. They're essentially gonna fight to bring all the belts together and stuff like that. Like I should be able to see who won by now, right? I like if you ask me right now, I I don't know that much about like I haven't seen a lot of I know who the fighters are. I just have not seen them box. I don't watch a whole lot of boxing because of pay per view. Like I just and I don't have the patience to try and find and pirate their fights. To be honest with you, 
But um, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen like Canelo. I I know like Canelo is like I mean obviously one of the best pound for pound. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Billy Joe Saunders just got knocked out. I just got it four minutes ago. Is this legit? I mean, they showed Billy Joe Saunders. It looks like he got knocked out. Canelo adds another title to his collection. Alvarez gets the TKO victory after Billy Joe Saunders can't continue after the eighth round. That fucking sucks for Billy. Oh, man, that fucking sucks. I love Billy Saunders. Yeah. One of his eyes got shut, too. Ugh, man. That looks legit. That looks legit. Hey, man. Jesus Christ, Canelo, dude. That guy's a fucking animal. Hold on, no, 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 So somebody, so a lot of people are pissed off apparently because I think it was a 12-round fight in the eighth round. Somebody like tweeted out like, can't believe this. What the fuck is going on? I had Billy Joe Saunders winning against Canelo 5-3 to three at the time of the stoppage. Hashtag Canelo Saunders. Excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's I'm I'm like on Twitter right now and it's like it's a really like weird weird like, you know, reaction, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Canelo won. Shout out to Canelo. Shout out to, you know, Billy Joe Saunders as well. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm tired. I'm tired. Jesus Christ. It's like literally after I just started to like watch a little bit of boxing then google is like hey we're gonna blast you with all of these boxing videos like one is of the oh wait i was about to click on a link that without muting my computer audio but it's like one is of the um is when floyd mayweather right <clears throat> his uh his camp goes into maidana marcos maidana right if you don't know who this guy is marcos maidana was like a fighter uh, like seven years ago, this is the fight that happened. Ironically enough, May May second, two thousand fourteen, around Cinco de Mayo, which is why they would, you know, which is why they schedule some of these fights, right? So they have Marcos Maidana against Floyd Mayweather, right? So Floyd's guy, how how like boxing works because of like because of like legitimacy, they don't want to make sure that they, they want to make sure that people don't like stuff their you know their boxing mitts with you know, like crap, like cement, like concrete cement, 
And yeah, like if you're wondering, it's like 24. Has that actually happened where it's like somebody has like stuffed their gloves with concrete cement? Absolutely. There's like stories about it. The guy that uh, the guy that did it in the early 2000s got the shit beat out of him by um, <clears throat> by uh, Manny Pacquiao and by Sugar Shan Mosley. Like, look it up. It's a real thing, right? So there, Floyd and his agent, essentially, who also like does the checking of the gloves as well, they come down and they like examine Marcos Maidana's pads or their gloves. And he's just like, yeah, we're not, we're not fighting because there's no padding <clears throat> in the gloves. We're not going to sign off on the gloves. You got to change out the gloves. And it's just this whole like, you know, controversial controversy, excuse me. But yeah, like checking gloves is like a legitimate thing. Anyways, I'm tired. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm tired. I'm beating out 24 podcast, best video game sports podcast. I'll be back on Monday. I mean, obviously I'm, I mean, again, I'm always back on Monday. I'll be back on Monday. Well, um, what are we talking about on Monday? We'll talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. On Monday, I got uh, uh like I'll watch a little bit more football tomorrow, and we'll be back on Monday. But yeah, like Monday's gonna be an interesting podcast because because it's kind of gonna be back to like normalcy for a little bit because we will be kind of like talking about you know football and we'll be kind of having a more routine schedule or whatever. Oh wait, they're showing the fight. Hold on, I'm on Sports Center right now. Like, Sports Center for the most part, is kind of dead because I can literally get highlights for the majority of shit, like, literally everywhere. Jerry Jones apparently was in the building as well. Which, I mean, of course he was. He owned the fucking building. It's called Jerry's World for a fucking reason. Hold on. Let me check this shit out. <clears throat> Does anyone, like, not unironically watch sports center i mean i am right now because it's like i can't find any place that has these fights but it's like i like do i like i would i don't go to sports center for my sports information it takes way it's like an hour and it takes way too long <clears throat> hold on Oof. billy joe just missed a really really Nasty right hook and Canelo got him on the uppercut. Canelo's banging on Billy Joe Saunders's body. Canelo's playing to the crowd. I'm watching it on Sports Center, so it's fine. And Billy Joe, his fucking eye got shut out, and he just couldn't continue. He just couldn't fucking see out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have like the interview? Do they have it? Of course they don't. They don't have anything. ESPN doesn't have shit. Fuck. Not anything. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah. Shout out to them. Again, I'll um I'll see you Monday. Once again, we're not podcasting Sunday, but I'll see you Monday. Sorry about the uh the delayed podcast that was released on Friday that should have been released on Thursday. That was also kind of released on Saturday. I don't know. Again, I'm tired. I'll see you, um, I'll see you Monday. I'll see you Monday.